0: How's everyone living today? I hope that you're having a very blessed week so far. I'm your host, Zach Shoes, at my home in Garrett, Arizona, and I've got another very special commitment episode in store for you with the number 24 ranked 2020 recruiting class by San Diego State. As I've got Shea Evans Jr., Keith Dinwiddie, and Lamont Butler here to bless you guys with everything you need to know about your future stars. As you've already got it here from San Diego State star, Matt Mitchell, two weeks ago, But to stay up to date on future episodes involving Commitment Episodes and my upcoming series with Compton Magic, make sure to go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Zach Shoemaker. That's at Zach Shoemaker, Z-A-C-H-S-C-H-U-M-A-K-E-R. That being said, let's hop right in. I couldn't be more excited than to bring on one of the top point guards on the West Coast and in the country, and the number 37 ranked point guard, and the 22nd ranked player from California, a three-star who currently finds himself ranked the number 205th player in the, all the country, who has just helped lead, being West Coast Elite 17U, is gearing up for his senior season at Riverside Polytech, and is the first member of the San Diego State 2020 recruiting class. Lamont Butler, how's it going, bro? I'm doing great. How are you? Pretty good. Let's just jump right in. I mean, you were the very first member to kind of commit to San Diego for the 2020 class, and now holding you guys are following, what's it like seeing all these guys and seeing your team start to really build up? It's just
1: amazing just to see how, how I can start a trend and just everybody want to play at San Diego State. Uh, San Diego State never really been like a mm-hmm. a big school for everybody to go to. And, and now that we're starting it up, uh, it feels good. And then, you know, Shea and Keith are some good players that I, I really want to play with. And, uh, yeah, it should be a fun
0: year when we get up there. It's going to be something special. Yeah, it should be really fun, especially for mm-hmm. the fans to watch. What's it feel like? I mean, you finally you got it kind of off your chest. You got the pressure off. I mean, you've committed for a couple months now, but what's it like feeling? Kind of the pressure gone now?
1: Uh, it's just a big relief. I can just play freely. I don't have to worry about showing out for coaches. I, I just know like I have a home now, San Diego State, and like I can just play freely and get better and work on my game.
0: What kind of led you to decide to go play for San Diego State?
1: Um, just I had like a really good connection with the coaches there, uh, especially Coach Acker and Coach Dutcher. Uh, they and when I went on my visit, they showed me like just how they get down, and I just this felt it was the best fit for me. How much of an impact did staying
0: close to home have on your decision?
1: It was it was a really big impact. Cause uh, I'm a really family oriented guy. I like a really small circle. And my family uh, is a big part of everything that I do, and they support me in everything. And then it just be great for them to be close, have someone to talk to if I'm like struggling or something.
0: And, mm-hmm. and
1: they're right there for me.
0: How big of an impact or pull did kind of your family have on your decision?
1: Well, they had a big impact. Uh, I mean, my parents, I mean, we went through a lot. Just like going through the recruiting process. Uh, School's backing off. Uh, School's going heavy. It was a pretty hard process, but uh, they kept me level-headed. They just told me to get better. And then they, they said whatever school was right for me was going to be right for me. And, uh. It was
0: San Diego State and they mm. and they they agreed with my decision. Absolutely. So was anyone else kinda close to them that you really were considering or is San Diego State just way way above everyone else?
1: Uh I was considering Rice University. I I really I really like my connection with Coach Perra and what he was building up there and uh Colorado as well.
0: When kinda did you get the feeling like you knew San Diego State was where you're gonna be playing?
1: Uh it was after my visit. They they just blew me away there everything was just <laughs> it was just felt like a perfect fit for me, everything I wanted to do in my college career, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, it was just it was just the right fit for me.
0: As of right now, the like, probably the game plan is for you three to be able to go play four years there. So, what are you mostly looking forward to, to playing alongside the other two? Uh, just just a lot of wins. I mean, especially
1: <laughs> Shay and Keith. I know they they some really good scores, and and I, and I like to pass the ball. So, like I know they they're gonna be hyped up. I mean, we gonna have seniors around us, show us the way, and then just, just, just trying to win everything, win, when league, get to NCAA championship
0: uh, tournament, everything.
1: Just, just keep winning.
0: I have Matt Mitchell on a little bit ago. I think he's he's obviously gonna be the senior leader as long as he stays for a senior year. So that's gonna be huge to be able to have him, a great scorer, one of the star players of the team, to be able to have him kind of mold you guys and get ready for the next future.
1: I've known Matt uh, for a couple years now, and uh, yeah, he was on my visit, and, I mean, we, we linked good. And it just – just he said, like, I'm going to lead you. Uh, I'm going to show you the way, and, and we're going to win this thing.
0: Hopefully, he stays for a senior year, but, I mean, yeah. to be able to have a star player like him, kind of like I said, I custom you guys all to be able to get ready for the next future. Yes, sir. Is there anyone else that you're aware of that San Diego State's trying to target to add on to your team? Uh,
1: I know we're uh, – Looking at Noah Tates, uh, he's from Vegas, mm-hmm. he's, really, he's really good, and uh, Coleman Hawkins,
0: and he, he's from uh, up north, Northern California, he's he's really good as well. Coleman is someone that could definitely be a great, especially in terms of like you know, space to four is the perfect modern day power forward center, whatever you want to call him, but he just in yep. space to four, be huge, yeah. Right now, he's ranked 24, but like I said, I mean, all three guys as of right now are known as three very underrated players, so that should be a lot higher. But what's your thoughts on being ranked the 24th best recruiting class?
1: Oh, it's it's an amazing achievement. We just got to get out there and play and just try to get some more wins and get better.
0: Obviously, you're a three-star player and you are one of the top players in California, but what kind of brings along with that? I mean, every time you step on the court, is there an extra kind of amount of pressure or motivation to get higher rankings or what kind of comes along with being a ranked player and well-known player?
1: Actually, like, at school, like, at my school, Riverside, probably no one really treats me like that. So I'm just really level-headed. Just, just stay humble and just keep working to get better. Um, but, it, I mean, it's fun to just just go out and play against some of the top players in Cali. You always have a
0: target on your back. Just prove yourself and just just try to win and uh, get the job done. Absolutely. I think that's one of the most key things any athlete, especially in basketball, can have. I mean, like you said, it's being humble, level-headed. I think those guys get the most respect. You if you get the best player in the world. There's always someone that could be better than you or is better than you. Exactly. And when you first get a step foot on a college court, what are you the most excited for?
1: Uh especially for the the, the fans and also just just competing with with guys that I'm going to build bonds with for,
0: for the rest of my life. What can San Diego State fans expect to see from you?
1: I'm just a old school point guard. I I like to get the ball to to my teammates to score. Uh I play really good defense. I can score when I need to.
0: And uh, I am a winner. That's three things that you need from any point guard to help lead, especially in college.
1: Yeah. I mean, I pride myself really on defense and, and just hitting my teammates in the right spot, get their shot off, or, or mm-hmm. get
0: their buckets. Absolutely. So now you're gearing up for your senior year at your high school. But so talk about that. I mean, it's kind of – it's not really the most common thing, but to be able to stay at a high school for four years. So talk about that and – what it's like being at your high school?
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> my high school, uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. I mean, I like – I
0: just like all my,
1: my friends there, my teammates. I mean, I've, been, I've built great bonds with them. I just never want to leave them. So, I just, just decided to stay. Uh, I mean, Coach Dotson, our head coach, he's been great all four years. Uh, he showed me the way, let me lead the team. And uh, I just felt that it was, a, it was the best decision for me to stay there. Go out with a bang my fourth year
0: there, my last year. Be able to stay at one high school. I mean, for anyone that's a ranked player or a good player, doesn't typically you don't see them stay at a high school for all right. four years. I mean, some of them go for three or four schools. But, yeah. I mean, be able to stay at one place, shows how loyal you are. And, I mean, obviously you had other offers. I'm sure many schools were reaching out to you. But did you ever consider leaving to go any other school?
1: Briefly, but, but not really. It was just like a mm-hmm. thought. It was a thought, but – I always wanted to stay at Poly. It was just basically home for me. And, and no doubt.
0: I, and I didn't want to leave it. So what was something you really focused on and working towards for getting ready for this upcoming season?
1: Uh, I'm really focusing on just getting a consistent three-point jump shot and extending my range. Uh, in my workouts, I've been working on that. Uh, my shot looks a lot better. I'm shooting it more consistently. And uh, just got to keep getting better at that.
0: I mean, you got to play in Section Seven. You got to go through summer ball this year. But talk about some of the stuff that you saw from this year playing alongside your team, and where you guys kind of have as a team your expectations to win this year.
1: Oh yeah, we're we're a pretty good team. I mean, we got great chemistry. All I do is get along. Uh, we're under we're kind of undersized, but we have a we have a really good defensive coach, and we lock up on defense. And then we got we got some great players on offense. Uh, uh, one of our players, uh, Chance Stephens, he's a sophomore. He can really shoot the ball. He has a couple of D one offers, and then Evan Oliver. He, he can really shoot the ball again. So we got shooters, and then uh, we got some workhorses down low. So, so we should be pretty good. I mean, I expect us to to go far, win league championship. Definitely try to get a CIF championship, and,
0: and see how far we can go in state as well. That'd be big time. Said so you wrapped up playing with West Coast Elite again this summer. Talk about kind of why you decided to play with West Coast Elite and how the summer went for you.
1: Uh, I really decided to play West Coast Elite because the bond I built with like my teammates because I was over there for three years, and uh, I I just love my teammates like Clark Clark Satcher, Ryan Evans, uh, Jalen Jones Lamar Brown. We played for since 15. years together. together. Uh, I built a great bond with them, and uh, I mean we had a great season. They end the way we wanted to, but I mean it was just fun
0: to play with them again. Coach Silver does obviously does a great job with all you guys. I mean, yeah. he's been able to build a heck of a program, obviously with Josh and Nico, yep. you, Aiden, Nathan. Now I got Sky coming over. I mean, so talk about kind of the impact Coach Silver's had on your life.
1: Oh uh, yeah, he, he he really gave me a lot of exposure to to college coaches. Uh, he really put me on the map into onto them, and then he just always taught me to to be grateful and thankful for what I have in life, mm-hmm. yeah, and just put
0: just put that above above that and stay humble and just get to work and get better. Coach Silver talked about when you first came in about how much of a growth you have. Not just, not just in terms of, like, your skill and all, but, I mean, yeah. when you first came, <laughs> I mean, you are about five 5'8", 150 pounds, and now you've yeah. turned into about six two and 193 pounds. I mean, talk about that and what it's been like seeing yourself develop over the last four years to really being a late bloomer, but you've turned into one of the top players. <laughs> yeah, like, like I've been saying, I've just been staying humble.
1: I really just been going to. I mean, I was in the gym in late nights, early mornings. Uh, just was working out weight room about four times a week. So I mean, <laughs> it was just, it just, it just been fun to see my growth. And then as as I got bigger, the game the game got a lot
0: easier, and uh, it, it just helped me help my game tremendously. A lot of these guys, they do go in. They maybe develop a lot earlier and a lot taller, right. or stronger. But things kind of catch up, they kind of get used to that. And sometimes, some of them, not all of them, of course, but a lot of them kind of get lackadaisical and slow down, while others like you keep growing, but also you work as hard as you can to be able to surpass them.
1: Right, yeah. And and I know I still have, have more ways to go
0: mm-hmm. and, and getting better. So when for you did the offers first start rolling really to pile up? Uh, they
1: really started to pile up after my sophomore season, really in the summer, the summer, like 16 you. Uh, I had a really good summer,
0: and offers started piling up. What was it like when you fired your first offer?
1: Oh, uh, it was actually crazy. I was, I was sitting on my phone, and uh, one of my coaches called me. He said, call this coach. I was like, <laughs> okay. And then he offered me, and it just felt good that I get to go to college for free, and my parents don't have to pay for nothing. Mm-hmm. It, was just, it was just a big relief, but I knew I had to keep working.
0: Because <laughs> offers are just offers; they're not official until you until you make it. Everyone that plays any sport, but the yeah. first thing that comes, is obviously, college I and mean, being able to say you're not paying anything for college and you get to go and you get to play in front of some of the best fans in the world—that's something that it's just truly a reality that not many people get to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's truly a blessing. Mm-hmm. I just got every day for it. Absolutely. Another thing that's really important to you is your grades. Talk about the importance of that and kind of how. <laughs> You became so serious about wanting to make sure your grades are always high. Uh,
1: I just, like I always say, I always want to win. So, like, anything above, I mean, below an A is just, I like, kind of get mad at myself. So, mm-hmm. I just always try to achieve A's. And uh, i just been working. Like, I stay up late, probably like 2 in the morning doing homework, just making sure everything's straight. Uh, my mom always <laughs> – my mom's really big on academics, so she never lets me psych off. <laughs> so and then I just have like a will to to do my work and then do good on tests uh, I'm cool with all my teachers after basketball I'm gonna need to do something <laughs> so I just knew that academics would be uh, an important part of my life as well is basketball
0: that's something that not a lot of people sadly realize but making sure you <laughs> keep the grades high allows so many things because two things. I mean, first of all, you never know. God could say basketball is no longer a part of his path. And on, you could have an injury or something. So you just have that security, but also you do get to play through college and then you can possibly, you graduate, you get an offer, you get your degree. If if you're not being able to go play professional, which is a high possibility. But also it's just another great thing is to know, like, it's not to say whether grades exactly get you to a job, probably not, but just establishing like that work ethic and that working intelligence can, Pursue you to a whole other level throughout the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly, and, I, and that's what I live by. Are there any kind of your closest friends, you guys you play with before that you've looked at and talked to possibly about teaming up in college or teaming up in the pros?
1: One of my one of my close friends, Don, Dominic Harris, I talked to him about going to college together before
0: he committed to
1: Gonzaga, but no, I've really talked to too, too many people about that. But but most of my friends they've been doing good in in the college world. I mean. Nico, I mean, Nico and Josh, they're in Arizona now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, a lot of the 2020 guys, they're either committed or they have a bunch of offers. So I never really thought about teaming up with them. But uh, Keith, he's one of my good friends, too. And I was kind of glad that he committed to, to San Diego State and because uh, we go way back since, like, 13 years old. And
0: uh, that should be fun to be, to be playing with him. So when did you first kind of get the feeling that he was going to commit to you guys?
1: Uh he actually hit me up right after his visit. He was like, "Oh, bro, I love it there." And I was like, I was like, "Hey man, just just go ahead and commit." <laughs> and then he said, "All right, I'm I'm going to talk to him about my with my parents." And then he texts me, he texts me like uh minutes minutes later, so I'm like,
0: uh, "I'm committed." <laughs> and like, oh. wow. Yeah. It's it like seeing a lot of your friends and guys you kind of grown up playing basketball with go and commit, and also establish and kind of live out the dream that they've always dreamed of.
1: It's great, just just if piece to talk about it, and now we're actually living it. I mean, it's kind of it's just kind of fun to to look back at it. And it's like wow, we really were just regular kids, and now now we can, we can change our lives. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah it's just fun to see to see
0: everybody going to their different paths you get to live out a dream you've always kind of dreamed of you're playing in front of the tv lights like that's the dream life because school is paid for i mean something that you are never really gonna be able to forget about right
1: yeah. it's just really a blessing
0: to see to see all my friends be able to to live out this dream mm-hmm. before i let you go i'd like to wrap up with two questions i mean the first one is who'd you say in your life has been your biggest role model
1: Uh, Probably my parents. They just, they just worked hard for everything uh, we have now. They, (laughs) they really helped my sisters and I. They struggle so we can, uh, we can prosper. And uh, I'm just really thankful for that. And I
0: love them for that as well. Absolutely. I think God is is able to put parents or someone in our lives that can help guide us down the paths and, they always make sacrifices for us, which in return we usually do for our kids. And, I mean, just being able to have that person that loves and establishes and makes sure you get your dreams accomplished as best as you can is something that is truly just a blessing. Yeah, it, it truly is a blessing. Mm-hmm. And finally, I always like to finish up wrapping up talking about faith. I mean, that's always something that's very important in my life, how I live every day of my life. But how would you say in your career and your life up to today, God's helped you? Oh,
1: God, God really put me in the position I am today. I try to read the Bible almost every week. Uh, I just I just feel like he's the centerpiece of my soul, and he put me on this earth for a reason. And uh, I'm just trying to fulfill His, fulfill my duty in what he wants me to do. And uh, I always put
0: God first in everything I do. Whenever you put him first, you're able to go follow through the past that he's got set for you, which is awesome to live through. Yes, sir. And, yeah, my parents taught mm-hmm. me that at an
1: early age. To always put God first, and I've been doing it ever since,
0: and amazing things have happened. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you being able to come on today, my guy. Best of luck this upcoming season, and I can't wait to watch you do what you do at San Diego State. Best of luck. Thank you. I really appreciate you for having me on. All right, no problem, bro. God bless. Next up was the second man to commit to San Diego State University. You're not going to miss having me with Keith. Then what he has to say is to come on and discuss so many topics ranging from playing at Fairfax and all that's going on there, his commitment to San Diego State University, and so much more. All of that is coming up right after this. I'm a static to have on the number 26 ranked player from California, a top 50 shooting guard in the country, a three-star that's known to be one of the most versatile defenders in all the country, the 229th ranked player, the leader and star of Fairfax High, and one of San Diego State's most recent commits, Keith Dinwiddie. How are you doing today, bro? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Let's jump right in. It's been about one week now since last since you commit. How's it feeling? The pressure off? What's it like right now?
2: Man, it, feel, it feels amazing Like to know I could finally sit back a little bit.
0: Without that, knowing
2: I know where I want to go to college at. And I still got work to do because I still got personal goals and like team goals that I got to accomplish this year.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of like the reason you decided that San Diego was way better than everyone else.
2: Uh, one of the reasons like being is because like close to home and like I'm, like I'm like I'm a big person like when it comes to family, because like I grew up around my family. So like, all I know is family first. So for like me to play and not have my parents there or like my grandma or cousins, like, it, it, it'll kind of hurt me a little bit. And I'll, I'll get it kind of homesick. But knowing that my family could drive whenever they want, like, literally an hour and 30 minutes away just to come see me, it's like that played a big role. And also the coaches, Coach Jay Morris, one of the assistant coaches, he's been recruiting me since ninth grade year. And the head coach, Coach Dutcher, it was, it was two weekends in the summer when it was uh, back-to-back live periods, and he was at every one of my games front row. And I didn't see no other head coach, so, like, that stood out to me because the coach, like, mm-hmm. was, he really took time out of his day and out of his week to come watch a kid hoop who he wanted to play for his team.
0: Mm, that's always one of the most important things to always watch. I mean, to make sure you always have someone that doesn't just look at you as just talent and all, but truly, yeah. like, invested in wanting, will pursue you for, like, everything. Yep. And, and he wants – Coach Dutchman wants the best for
2: life for all of his players. So, like, he just – he loves all his players. He wants them to be the best they can on and off the court. And that just – it just goes a long, a long way. He just
0: wants to push you. How does San Diego State separate themselves from everyone else?
2: The position I'm going to be in coming in as a freshman, because, like, they're, they're not really in, like, a big, big conference. But it's a – like, if you, if you do what you do, like, you can make it out and do mm-hmm. something big for yourself. So I didn't want to go to, like, the Big 12, which is what TCU was in, or, like, ACC, because I didn't want to go and then, like, I can't – like, I have to wait. I have to redshirt because they got another, uh, like, another grad guard coming or something who's bigger and older than me. So then that's just an opportunity that, like, I missed just because of following the bigger school. The bigger school didn't really play a part. It was just, like, how I trust the coaches, how I feel about the program, and, like, the school life. Like, when I went down to San Diego State, like, the environment was just cool. Like, everybody like everybody messes with everybody. Like, like, it, it just felt like I was at home.
0: Being able to like know that you can look out and you can make it out of pretty much any college place. You don't have to just be at one of the big programs. I mean, that's yeah. obviously a huge thing. I think I think one of the prime guys, especially at San Diego State, is obviously Kawhi Leonard. Then there's so many other guys that's come out and that not only just been a superstar like Kawhi, but it's been able to make the NBA go play professional for many years. Yeah. So who would you say in your life's kinda helped influence you in terms of where you're gonna come at? Was it your family, friends, coaches? Who kinda helped influence you? Uh,
2: it was it was more so like family but it was also more like me like like because my coach Dinos that was my recent AU coach like he didn't like he was like more of like the person to like just get me the opportunity to play in front of the coaches and like when I did I performed well so he like got the coaches to me but like after that it was all it was all on me because like when I went like the day I can because I actually committed my last day of the visit there but I didn't put it out until later on that week because I remember sitting down at the cafe and it was, like, right when, like, I was getting ready to uh, drive back home. And they, were, cause, and they had to go catch a flight, I think, to see Chey Evans because they had an in-home visit with him on Monday. So, like, we're leaving. And then, like, we get out. And then my dad was like, do you like it? And I was like, yeah. He was like, it's your choice. And, like, I, I knew right there, like, San Diego State was the place for me to be. All right, everything was just perfect. So I just I went and told the coach. I was like, coach, I'm coming here.
0: Like, it's a done deal. Like, you guys got me. Was there any impact that I know Lamont had? Obviously, he was the first one to commit. Was there any impact he had? Or- uh, I, I didn't really know Shay.
2: Like, I knew him from, like, middle school hoops. So, like, I couldn't really – like, I didn't see him in high school. But I know Lamont, like, I used to play with him back in middle school for, like, two or three years. So, he's my guy. And, like, when I seen that he was there, and, like, once I seen what San Diego State was, like, presenting to me and, like, to vis- and, like the position I was going to be in, like, it was, like, a no-brainer because I- I'm already, like, going to be, like, roommates with one of my best friends. And, like, it's, it's just a perfect spot for me.
0: Were any of the players currently on the San Diego State roster kind of help influence or kind of talk to you during your visits? It was another thing. Like, they didn't really – like, when I was with them, it
2: wasn't really like a – like, you know how, like, some coaches would tell the players, like, try to convince them, like, tell them all the good stuff? hmm It wasn't like that. Like, they told me all the flaws. Like, they, they were just being real with me. They was like, if you want to, like – if you want, if like, if you want, like, the big-time premier college, like, then, like, I, w- I wouldn't say San Diego State is a place for you. But if you want to go somewhere where, like, where you could get better and, like, hoop and actually work for something, then come to San Diego State. And, like, they, they were just cool. Like, it was like it, it was like I was at Fairfax at lunchtime and I just seen one of my friends, like,
0: for the first time. That's awesome. What are you most looking forward to, to be able to play alongside Lamont and Shea? Just – getting into that arena and just, like, the feel of the crowd.
2: Because I know, like, like – because I don't really know how Shay plays, but I know, like, when me and Lamont play together, like, we're almost unstoppable because, like, you, first you got to worry about him and then you got to worry about me. And then you're going to have to worry about Shay. So, like, we're, we're going to have the Mountain West,
0: like, all turned up. I think you guys definitely have a very special young group. You guys have a lot of underrated guys. I mean, Lamont, someone that was really a late bloomer – you're someone that's really kind of came onto the spotlight in last year and a half, a year, two years, and then Shea obviously used to be a top player, and then obviously had the injury. I mean, all three mm-hmm. you guys are guys that have super high ceilings that could really put on, produce at a very high level, the next level. Yep. Yeah, most definitely. You happen to know about anyone else you guys to happen to look out or trying to recruit
2: in the 2020 class? Not really, because they didn't really have like saying that was a thing. That was another thing. Like they didn't really have that many recruits. Like it was only like a certain few people who they wanted. But I know in the 2021 class, uh, this kid named Peyton Watson, I used to play with him when I was little. And he, he – uh, I think San Diego offered him, like, earlier this summer. And then he told me, like, he, he doesn't mind staying home. And I'm like, bro, like, like if, if you want to come play, like, just come to San Diego, bro. It's, it, it's, it's a great opportunity for you.
0: Mm-hmm. You also got to go play with the Patriots at L.A. versus Bay game as well, right? Yeah. He was on my team, yeah. Mm-hmm. How was that experience?
2: It was, it was, like, it was a really good experience. Like, I, we were actually, like, competing in, like, the drills, the scrimmage, the, to the game, to everything. So, it was fun.
0: No doubt. I think it was definitely a well-covered game and something that I think they obviously produced a lot of the top players that came out and played in. It was really a great show. Yeah. How did you originally get invited to that event?
2: I know because Ronnie, like, from, being from L.A., like, the last year, he saw me, like, progressing as a player. And he just felt like, like I needed, like, opportunities. So he was like, this is your chance to, like, to, like, become a social media, like, to ma- start your platform or whatever and just get out there. So he was like, all you got to do is just hoop. And after the game, I think I had, like, 27 points, and, and we won. So I felt good. It was, it was good.
0: There were some of the top players. To be able to put on those kind of numbers is huge. Yeah. What would you say the biggest thing you took away from that?
2: Not to be cool. Cause like a lot of a lot of top players, like a lot of top players, they just get comfortable. Like I'm nowhere near comfortable where I'm at. Like I w- I want to make it to the top and like do it, do it, do everything I can to be successful. So just not to take anything light. Like a- every time, every chance you get to play, like you gotta give it a- your all. Like it's your last game. Cause you don't even know if you're gonna be able to play tomorrow when you wake up.
0: You never know when when God's calling for the time to possibly be up and. Just always putting it on the floor and just not really caring about re- rankings or whatever, whatever it might be. You just want to go and play basketball.
2: Most definitely.
0: Talking about a little bit more about rankings, San Diego State does have the 24th recruiting ranking in terms of your guys' class. So what's it like don't get part of that?
2: Recruiting class doesn't matter. Like, I know like San Diego, they got three dogs in the 2020 class, and I think we can go
0: head over anybody. When it comes down to it, just who can play at the highest level and play together.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: When you narrowed down your options, you kind of were looking at it. You obviously publicly made eight. But when you guys were talking with your family, did you kind of narrow it down to any any less than eight?
2: Uh, yeah, because it was like – because, like, originally, because I only had uh, – from the eight, I had six offers and Marquette and Wake Forest. They were like – they were like, you got to come up to campus first and then we're going to officially offer you. And I I knew, like, right away, like, if, if a school is saying that, like, they're not really – Invested in juice, so I just put those on there, like just to fill it up. But it was going to be like from from the start: uh, TCU, uh, San Diego State, and Washington State.
0: What can San Diego State fans expect to see from you? Just a great all around player, like because I know when I
2: get to college, like I'm gonna have to step everything up: my defense, my shooting,
0: because everything's not going to be as easy. Let's transition and talk about your high school season. Obviously, preparing for it, there's been a lot of stuff up in the air and changes recently, but you were able to win a state championship. So let's talk about that first. What was it like going to win a state championship?
2: It was amazing because it was like coming off a season where you should have won the state championship to going to a season where you did. It just feels good. And like, you know the difference.
0: Talk about some of the stuff that's come out recently, obviously you already had a little bit of coaching changes when Coach Baker retired. He was replaced by Coach Moore, but talk about that and why he was fired.
2: I just know, like, something happened, like, when they did the background check,
0: and they just said, like, he wasn't cleared for
2: something. They had to remove him. And then, like, that, like, personally, it kind of hurt me because I was looking forward to, like, having him as our coach because he's he's a great guy. Like, that's still my guy right now. But it it did hurt a little bit. I guess our new coach, Reggie, like, he heard about it. But they, uh, Fairfax called him about it. Like, he didn't apply. So, and then from there, like, he got the job.
0: That's awesome. Because
2: he, like... Because he had the most experience out of all the other coaches because he was at Pepperdine and Elliman. Mm-hmm. And he won multiple state,
0: state championships for Redondo Union and Luzinger. Definitely have a coach that has a lot of pedigree behind him going to be huge. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on him? How do you think you guys are going to work together this upcoming season?
2: I think it should be good because, like, he's, he, he's a great coach. Although, like, he does make his run a lot, but, like, his strategies and stuff is, is great. He just wants to get the best out of you. And he's going to do whatever it takes until he gets the best out of you. Like, he won't. He, he's not going to let you give up.
0: That's for sure. You should have a guy, like you said, that wants to push you and make sure you guys can get the most out of you. It's going to be huge. Because obviously you guys won state, so you guys are coming in. Uh, probably win state championship again. So that's going to be huge. We'll possibly go out and win back-to-back years.
2: Most definitely.
0: Talking about AAU, how was your time playing with Belmont Shores? It was
2: one of my best years at AAU. Because I got to play with the Salter Rainwright, TJ. And I, I went to Cobra with him, and I, I grew up with him, so that's, like, my best friend. So I got to play with him along in the summer. Tari Eason, mm-hmm. played with Bradley, which is all, like, kids who I grew up with.
0: And, like, we did pretty good. So what part of the game did you really focus on this last offseason to get ready for your high school season?
2: My body, I, I had to get a lot stronger. I had to get faster. And my handles, for sure. Because if I want to, like, if I want to play quick, I got to have the handle on the string.
0: Out of your whole AAU career, what's some of your favorite memories?
2: In ninth grade year, I played with the truth. That was when we were at e- e- B- And then on that team, it was me, Hami Jaquez, who's at UCLA now. It was a bunch of players, but I remember we played Team Penny in the third session to go. This was to qualify for Peace Jam. And that game, I had 35 points, and I hit the game-winning three. Wow. As a, as, as a freshman. But it, it, it was 16 u circuit, but still, like, that was a big moment for me. Mm-hmm.
0: That's huge. I mean, like you said, that's something you probably never forget about. Being able to come down, <laughs> being one younger players and still have a huge game. Yep. Have you ever talked to some of your friends or some guys? And who would they be that if you like want to team up with someday, maybe in college or in the pros? TJ, that's my guy. Like, that's like my brother. It'll
2: probably be him. And if like I- I'm gonna just choose a-, a big and a guard. And for a big, it- it'll probably be Bradley, as a well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, those are both my guys because we we damn near played, like, all of AAU this summer together. (laughs) So, like, we we, we were with each other Mm
0: 24-7. I mean, definitely Brad. He's someone that finally got to blow-up. I mean, I think for people that's been able to see his game has known he's a star player, but to see him blow up has been awesome.
2: Oh, yeah, because I've known him since before, like, before me and both of them had college interests. Like, when we were seeing all these, like, freshmen getting offers and we were just freshmen playing for our high schools, just, just trying to get better.
0: Absolutely. Seeing some of the guys you've grown up playing alongside through AAU, through high school, through school ball, what is, what's it like seeing a lot of your other friends start to commit and get their offers and all that?
2: It's amazing. Like, it, it makes me feel good because like, just to see like all my friends just strive and know that like, we're all on the right path and we're not doing nothing to, like, to like, restrain ourselves. Like, we're, we're doing all of this for the better. And I just want to see, like, all my guys be at the top and succeed and just provide for their family the way how they want to and not to worry about anything.
0: Absolutely. I think it's definitely cooler to see. Whenever your friends succeed, it's always a great time. But to see you guys, again, like, the world of sports, basketball, football, baseball, all of that, see your guys you've been working with and you've grinded and you've kind of gone to war with, to see them all succeed is awesome.
2: Almost, like, every kid from California who, like, is committed or got an offer is like, I've just, like, we, we, we were all there when, like, people were talking about this kid and that kid. And, like, we had no attention. Like, we were bench runners in middle school. And, like, now to see, like, everyone who is, like, the same people who I was sitting on the bench with
0: are not the same people who are going D1 and are going to be pros in, like, the next three or four years. Before I let you go, I was just, like, talking about two questions. So, the first one is, who would you say in your life has been your biggest role model?
2: I can't pick one person, but it, it'll have to be my parents.
0: Absolutely. Parents always have a key role in your lives, especially when they're able to help embrace you in terms of what you want to do down the line in your future.
2: Yeah, because, like, no matter what, like, no matter how mad they get at you or, like, whatever they do, like, you can never be ungrateful because they brought you into the world. They provide for you. They sacrifice for you. They do everything for you. So, like, the, the least you could do is just
0: give them thanks and just be appreciative for, for what they do for you. 100% agree. And the last thing I would like to finish up with is I'm a strong believer. in My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I would like to hear how do you say God's helped you and brought you to the path where you're at today. Man, God, he, he did all this. Because I, I know, like, recently, like three years
2: ago, my, my uncle, he died. He played for API with, like, Terrence Ferguson. He had cancer. So he died. And, like, that, that was hard for me to get over with because I was just young playing basketball. So, like, I just, like, dedicated everything to him. And I remember, like, earlier this year, my grandpa died. And it was, it was, it was during our first Westchester game. And I probably played the, the worst game I ever had. Like, it was just, like, I, I was just breaking down, like, every second. But, I, like, the second time we played him, I just I prayed before the game. And I ended up scoring 35. And I, I had to give all that to my grandpa mm-hmm. and God.
0: Absolutely. I mean, God always is there for comfort, and that's the great thing about having him. I mean, no matter what stage of life you're in, the highs or the lows, I mean, he's always there, and you can always go to him for help and comfort. Yep. Well, I appreciate you joining me today, my guy. Best of luck with this upcoming year at Fairfax, and I can't wait to see what you're able to get done, obviously, playing at San Diego State. Best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. All right, no problem. God bless. All right, for sure. Coming up next, is one of the top players in Maryland, and actually, he's one of the top players in all the country. He's fallen down a little bit of rankings due to injury, but he's still the same player, and he's ready to bounce back. Coming up next, you're not going to miss hearing from Shea Evans Jr. as he comes on to discuss his injury, his rehab, his tra- decision to transfer, and, of course, his commitment to San Diego State University. You're not going to miss it. Coming up next. I'm blessed to be able to welcome on one of the top forwards in the country. He's currently ranked the 174th best player along with being the number 7 ranked prospect out of Maryland. But these rankings are only due to an injury suffered, so let me introduce him the right way. He's one of the top 50 players in the country, along with one of the top players that have the spotlight on him since middle school. He's the leader of Team Mellow and is gearing up to finish off his high school career in Philadelphia. He's one of the most recent additions to San Diego State's number 24 ranked recruiting class. Jay Evans Jr., how you doing?
3: How you doing, man? Doing
0: pretty good. Yourself? Yes, sir. Good. So, now you've committed just a few days ago. What's it feel like? How do you like it? And how are you enjoying officially being committed?
3: Uh, it feels great, you know. I feel like everything is just off my shoulders. So it a big decision. Ready to lock in and get healthy.
0: What was the reason you decided to go to commit San Diego State?
3: Uh, I decided to San Diego State because it was ultimately the better fit between them and Boise State. And Coach Ackle has been recruiting me for the last two years. We've been really hard, and that's really made a difference.
0: Seeing something like what Kawhi Leonard was able to accomplish, now obviously into the NBA, and you have a lot of the same like a frame and kind of the body like him, where you could run this forward kind of position. Did that appeal to you at all? Yeah, yeah.
3: Watching Kawhi impact as a player through film while I was at San Diego State was crazy. Like his path to the league was definitely fact that he developed one, if not one of the best two-way players. I can learn from the staff. They can help me achieve the same goals using the same way to help them out.
0: So is there one thing that really separates San Diego
3: State from everyone else? San Diego State is just a no-brainer. also have watching watch him a lot of film with my future teammate, Lamont Butler, with my circle. I love how he straps up on defense and you can see the floor. The other situations didn't have the point guard in that presentation, and that really was key for me. Mike definitely the player that. I- He's, a, like he even talks about, he's a pure
0: point guard. He wants to go and make sure his teammates get the right shots, and he also take the ball and shoot it when he needs to as well. Right. What are you looking forward to most while playing alongside Keith and Lamont?
3: I really look forward to just winning games. You know, I'm all about winning.
0: I think you guys definitely are one of the most underrated recruiting classes. I mean, it might say number 24, but once again, a lot of you guys, I mean, you obviously suffered your injury, so it brought you down a lot. But then for Keith and Lamont, like late bloomers. Right. Mm-hmm. Did you have family or friends or someone you relied on to help in your recruiting process? My mom was supportive. It really came out. Me and
3: my dad, and my godfather. What do you say you're most excited for when you first get step foot on a college court? Just to hit a crowd going crazy, you know, and Chelsea body and just winning, man.
0: When you get a first, a you know, step foot, I mean, it's gonna be that same moment. I mean, right now, you know, you commit, the great feeling. When you first mm-hmm. get step foot, and you like, like you said, you get a look up and you get to see everyone's paying to come watch you play, and you finally right. get to realize that you've you've accomplished what you've always dreamed of.
3: I can't wait for that feeling, you know.
0: What can San Diego State fans expect to see from you?
3: Versatile guard, you know,
0: school. Let's talk about your injury. Some reports that you started feeling some pain about a year ago prior to the injury. Sure. but When did you start feeling it, and what was it
3: like leading up to the main injury? Uh, Last year, I noticed a slight pain when I made a hard cut. Like, I noticed a slight pain in my left tibia. Was. I played through it at the Pangos All-American camp and the Nike Elite 100 camp. But at the Nike camp, it was... um. The doctor told me shut it down only day two of the camp. It was four-day camp. day two. They was like, they did this little test on me to see if there was a fracture. It was like a broken bone in my leg. And they said it was. After they did the test, so they just told me stop playing on it. It was like 17U. At 17U EYBL, where it started, I played two games. but I came down wrong after a baseline ducking traffic. When I landed, awkward. I felt immediate, like, sting, like it was a stinging pain. So I had to just get the surgery, and it was successful. And now I'm just getting back walking and starting to feel better. I'm doing light workouts now. I'm just getting healthier. And without that, i like, I play against most of the top 100 in camps. And I know for a fact that I'm top 30 when healthy. And as a true wing of scoring ability and toughness, I see myself excelling in college level because I choose the right fit. Once you're able to just get on that court once again,
0: it's going to show, like, you're able to still contribute and you're more than just able to contribute, like you said. I mean, you more than have the feeling to be able to make it to the NBA and go further than that. Right. If you could go back, would you shut it down maybe a little bit earlier and not playing those games? Definitely wish i just go and went back and just shut it down right then and there. How would you say the recovery process is going?
3: Always oh, going great. You know, I'm getting back to jumping again, feeling better, working out. Still got that consistent shot. I didn't lose nothing. I'm just ready That's to awesome. show people what I'm capable of.
0: When do you think you'll be 100%? Uh, January
3: 2020.
0: Then you'll be able to finish off the rest of your season, right? Yes, sir. Obviously, made a big transfer moving from Maryland now out to Philadelphia. Let's talk about that. What kind of went into that decision?
3: Well, the, the decision to my transfer was, it was supported by my circle. It just as that I wasn't appreciated by like the local media, and my work on the floor was like kind of disrespected when it came down to local honors. I decided I needed bigger challenges, and I asked my, um, my golfers to research a private school that offer top academics and top athletics. He called my dad, came up to with newman after having ties to the area over the years. My dad visited the area, realized it was a great situation. My mom was also on board. It was a family decision. I do think Delaney still in their staff, for three good years of development, it is coming up short, state semifinals. Playing this upcoming season, what's, like, one goal you really want to hit for yourself? Well, winning the Catholic League championship.
0: Talk about some of the highlights and some of the memories you'll never forget from playing AAU.
3: Oh, yeah. AAU's been great. The EYBL with Team L allowed me to face the best competition for college. My best friend, Justin Lewis, who, hit it, who was headed to Marquette, he had been by my side through all my injuries. He stayed over my house multiple times. He just helped me out and get through the um, adversity that I
0: was facing. Especially in the basketball world or any sports world, to be able to have that guy you can always go to, that kind of guy who's doing just is there for you no matter where you go. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. You still have a strong pride from where you're from in Baltimore, Maryland. So talk about that and talk about kind of your sense of pride and what, what you bring with that when you represent them.
3: Coming from Baltimore was, it was kind of tough, you know. Needed on the court, it, I, like it brings like that natural toughness. You hear Baltimore players always got that grit and toughness, you know. Mm-hmm. I really didn't come from the city, but I always be around. I didn't have, I never lived in the city, never lived in the bad parts world. But I will always hear and see something on the news, you know. I stayed away from that. My parents always kept me in good neighborhoods, you know. I thank my parents for that. They always looked out for me.
0: No doubt. And so you always have had a spotlight on you, ever since you've been around 15 years old. But talk about that and what it was like getting a spotlight on you at such a young age and being able to play through that and kind of represent Baltimore and represent you as a fam- in your family.
3: Oh, getting that spotlight at such a young age, you know, people expected a lot, you know. Seeing articles talking about best high school freshmen in the world and stuff like that, you know, kids is coming at me. Like, every game, like, it's kind of funny because – like as soon as I step on the court. So you can just tell like they are just out to get you, so you just gotta be prepared. And I had to get prepared at such a young age, you know. So now I'm so mature, I'm just ready to go out there and just kill. When
0: was the first moment kinda of click that you were all of a sudden a lot of guys and kids' role models and you kinda of had that
3: celebrity feeling? Um, it was about when I went to record park and people coming up to me asking for pictures. Talking about you're the number know, one planet country, you're gonna get a picture, like it was a crazy feeling. But now mm-hmm. I got used to it, you know. I take pictures eggs for X for him. I never tell nobody. No.
0: Definitely, always be able to be that guy that can be a role model is key. I think for so many people, because not obviously not everyone's able to play college, or especially NBA. So be able to have that guy that people can relate to and kind of connect with is always something that kids don't ever forget.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely
0: right. Playing in college, you get a huge platform, and then if you make it, what you probably will to the NBA. What do you think it's going like to be like, Spills? like, represent you and what do you want to do, like, for the world and the community as an impact?
3: I want to go back home in Baltimore and just show people that, like, people in the NBA give back, too. Like, NBA players got that stigma. that just, like, kind of the arrogance, but I'm going to be totally different if or when I make them.
0: Obviously, there are a lot of those guys, but I think the media does, unfortunately, make a lot of bad stuff by players. You yeah. so um- many of these guys. I mean, the stuff that if you truly listen to the game and you are up-to-date and all with it, I mean, some of these guys are doing special things that, honestly, a lot of the people that slam them would never even dream of doing. I mean, you see guys building schools, building um, churches, hospitals, paying for kids' educations, I mean, giving back. I mean, there's so much stuff that they don't get credit for, but right, when those all. guys are able to uh-huh. give back, it's truly something special that most people don't do. Absolutely right. When it's all said and done and you – or playing somewhere, but where do you see yourself in terms of a player? I mean, what's some accomplishments down the line you want to have?
3: One, get healthy, get 100% healthy. I get to college, get established. I'm looking to be freshman of the year in the Mountain West Conference. I'm looking to win 25-plus games, you know. Is there a player that you kind of compare yourself to? I would say I play more like a Paul George. like Mm -hmm. versatile wing, you know, strap up
0: and can be a killer offense. Is someone, one or two guys that you've really connected with that you, have, you possibly talked about teaming up with in college or going and teaming up with in the NBA or pros?
3: Oh, yeah. Um, you know, our best friend Justin, you know, we used to talking about, you know, how early we recruited early, you know. We just talked about um, how we just should go to school together, you know, but the same, the different schools start recruiting us and I start getting injured and we start playing for a year together and just stuff and just go how it was supposed to be playing. So we, new things come up. We had to just. Make something else happen. In modern-day
0: basketball, we're seeing so much of the changes to where the are creating dynamic deals in the NBA and even college, and then I was seeing even in high school this year. But I think it's something that not all people realize. It's not the easiest thing that happens. It doesn't just come together. I mean, it is, has to work out well, and sometimes it doesn't work out. But as long as you create the connections that last forever is the most important thing.
3: Yeah, relationships and everything. Finally, I have two questions I would like to wrap up with. But one, who the role model is? Every kid looks up to LeBron on and off the court, you know. And I would like to say my dad, my mother, cousins, like anybody, shows that they care for me, you know, my godfather, things in that area. Everybody would say athlete, but I would really say the people closest to me are my role models so 'cause because they helped me become the person I am today. Always a celebrity kind of
0: role model, the person that you want to be like in terms of your career has always been key. But the people right. that make you and are around you the most are the people you want to look up to. Yeah, you never change my final question
3: I would like to wrap up with is how would you say God's helped you get to the point you're at? Oh God? Oh mm-hmm. I can't I thank God every single morning, every night before I go to sleep, you know. I'm a strong believer in God. And every time I get on the court, I pray before I play, you know, and I never just I never question God. I'm not injured. I don't question him. I just think of it as a blessing to disguise. God's got a funny way of just
0: doing things. I mean, we never know. It could be, for example, I mean, your injury. Who knows? I mean, you could probably you were going to get recruited by some of the top places, but San Diego stays where you ended up, and this could be the place that propels you to where God truly wants you to be and make an impact in His son, in His home. I mean, just to always have that relationship with God where He leads you. I mean, we need more and more of those people in the world obviously there's a lot of stuff always challenging God and people's faith, but to have that in the headlines and in the world of sports is key. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, it's truly been a blessing having you on here, my guy. Keep getting healthy, as I'm excited to see what you're able to do from here on out, obviously in your senior season, and what you're able to get done at San Diego State. Best of luck, bro. God bless. San Diego State is obviously loaded for the 2020 class. Now, I've got another big one coming up on Friday of the exam. You don't want to miss what they're going to have to say, including C.J. Wilshire and DeJuan Odom. Daytime stuff coming up as you guys already heard from Colby Jones. If you haven't catch that one, make sure you go tune in. Now stand to think I got a confirmatic series coming up as well with guys like Evan Mobley, Dalen Terry, Dre Harris, I got Mikey Williams, I got so many more guys that you're not gonna miss hearing from. Make sure to tune into that. That series starts next week. So, the only way to set today on that, though, is go follow me at Instagram or Twitter at Zach Shoemaker. You're not going to miss here on se. Now, whatever platform you may be listening to this on, make sure to go subscribe, follow, like, comment, give five star review, do whatever you can to continue to spread this movement. I truly do appreciate all you guys. And with that being said, Shoes is out. Everyone will be the light of God. And God bless.